scoreline when he looked at it like looks like a hammering. And it was a hammering though. They scored 28 points in about three minutes, and we couldn't stop them. You know, okay, so it was a hammering. But there's, there's different levels of hammerings here. OTB AM, live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Alan Quinlan, good morning to you. Good evening to you. Morning, Jar. How are you? Pretty good. Getting excited about this now. Um and the All-Ireland final this weekend so it's going to be a fairly epic weekend of sports we haven't even mentioned the uh, the Open yet but um, the teams have been named as expected obviously Gary Ringrose isn't there so Bundiaki comes straight in and Keith Earls goes onto the bench so you know it's as unchanged a team as it's possible to have whatever bumps and bruises they have are not significant enough for anybody to be out so it's effectively minus Ringrose a full deck for Andy Farrell to deal with so he must be pretty happy about that yeah, I think we probably wouldn't have expected it at the start. Um, the way that he's kind of se- selected, I think, the, the, the team. And uh, we were chatting last week about changes, um, guys getting games and stuff like that. But there's a series decider on the line here now. So um, he's gone for that continuity again and picking the strongest team possible. I think Gary Ringrose being out, obviously, as you say, is the only the only change there. And... Um, I suppose he's back in the team to go out and try and start the game well and continue it. And uh, I, I, I think Andy Farley gets the mood of the week every time. Uh, you know, he's he's saying there about um, you know the reaction that you're going to expect from New Zealand. Um, we're all expecting it. Every newspaper you pick up here, it's uh, there's um, stories about the All Blacks and their needed to reaction, the pressure they're under, given out about the referee. Um, Loads of different things, uh, different players under pressure. It's everywhere. It's uh, it's really, really different, different sort of pressure this week. Um, players fighting for their futures, I suppose, and, and the coaching staff as well. So um, it's a strange situation for New Zealand because they don't find themselves in this play- position. I think back in 2009, Graham Henry was, when he took over, I think, team were going through a bad spell like this and uh, then he went on I think they won they lost th- three games in 32 games after that uh, going on to win the World Cup so um, it's not a usual thing to happen here but uh, I was chatting to someone I was in the swimming pool today and they were just uh, it's amazing <laughs> the, the way everybody just it consumes them here the rugby and um, yeah, so it's a great opportunity for Ireland. I think, you know, obviously we can keep debating and talking over the psychological challenge and what Ireland are going to expect this week. Um, you know, the, if, if New Zealand win the game, it's still a great tour for Ireland. Is that good enough for them, though? Are they kind of allowing that to kind of seep, in, seep into their mentality? I don't think so. I was at the team announcements today and uh, I just think they're pretty focused. They look like a team that are, are ready for a as as Keen Lynch's uncle said there a ferocious battle yeah and that's that's what they need to do and uh, like the the all black team named seems stronger than any of the teams that they've had so far because it does yeah Retallick and Whitelock uh, are partnered again which <clears throat> means Scott Barrett goes back to the, the back row and we did their analysis piece with Derek McNamara earlier in the week and he was making the point that uh, if anybody uh, from the second row is missing it weakens the team for there's a knock on impact then because you obviously don't have Scott Barrett in the back row and so the the work rate comes down but also like um, Artie Savea did not really play most of the game 
he is a world class player and so you add in Whitelock and Savea to the team and it's a completely different side from the team that took the field for the last 60 minutes last Saturday yeah and uh, Lolala the tight end probably um, he probably would have started the first test if he was available Twinga Fassa Fassi um, played those first two tests at tight head. Um, Havili, David Havili would have started in the centre. I think uh, his form for the Crusaders and Super Rugby was outstanding this year, um, as was Will Jordan, I think. Somebody compared Will Jordan to me the, uh, on week one when I asked him how good he was and how much of a loss he was. And he said, look, he's he's a modern-day Christian Cullen, um, which is a fair compliment to get. So I think... Of the four that come in, um, you know, obviously White Clock is a huge boost to him. Um, just the way he runs their line out and his presence and and uh, experience. Um, it was amazing last week. He was out on the field after the game with the with the extra players who were doing fitness. The guys who only played short period of time and, and some of the other subs and. Uh, Sam Whitelock is in his suit and he's uh, he's given water to the players. Um, I just thought. It it was really interesting that he uh, he was out there involved with them, trying to motivate motivate them, and uh, he's a really important leader in the team. So, obviously, with Scott Barrett going into the back row, it gives him more of a dimension in the in the lineout as well. And I think they've got the balance share of their back row wrong. Um, and you know, a lot of rugby people here in New Zealand I was talking to as well during the week. You know, effectively, Sam Kane, Sevilla, and Papalihi were three sevens and. You know, they're all excellent players in their own right. Um, I think Savea has taken the number eight role um, and done a brilliant job in the last couple of seasons. But, um, you know, concerns about the balance of their back row, I think, obviously, with Scott Barrett going back in there, um, he played exceptionally well in that first test. So, yeah, it looks like a very, very strong team on paper. So does that swing <clears throat> that swing things back in their favour when you're thinking about what's going to happen at the weekend or is the confidence that we got under their skin last week is that important? I think it's important. I think this is a different test and one that we've never um, it's new ground really you know because you know it's a long time since we've we've toured New Zealand and played these back-to-back games it's 10 years um, so it's a new experience for these players obviously the experience of beating New Zealand um, the last couple of years, going right going back to Chicago, um, there's been a reaction every time, hasn't there? After afterwards, the games afterwards, um, and New Zealand have won those games and won them convincingly. I think, you know, it's it's pretty telling what's happened. So, the expectation probably in the narrative is that same will happen again because that's what 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 history has shown us in the last couple of years. But that's new ground for this Irish team and um, I, I just think that they've proven that they're a very, very good side when, when they're focused, when they're physical, um, that they can hurt the opposition, they can hold on to the ball for a long, long time and um, we actually have a very, very good team if they're fit and well and they're actually playing well. Um, that's probably the key, the collective. Um, I think it, it baffles uh, New Zealand a little bit, particularly last week just to start again it, it, it had a sense that these guys are not going away you know they've given 40 minutes in the second half in Eden Park when we should have shaken them off we should be scoring more tries we should be winning this game by 40 points and they're still here banging away right up to the 80th minute 
and then the start again in 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 uh, Dunedin. So, you know, I think we we found a little bit here, and some of the other media did as well. The uh, the compliments week one uh, f- quite flattering and not sure what way to take them but I think they do respect Ireland and uh, deep down there's probably a little bit of a fear now um, but look they're definitely going to come out I spoke to Tyburn today and uh, you know I asked him about the fear and uh, the aggression and the anger that they're going to bring and he said look we expect that but uh, and we've got to match their physicality at least um but we've got to be disciplined, I think, and controlled because <clears throat> you get too emotionally involved in, in in the emotion of the occasion and you can lose focus. So I think Ireland have got to just try and click themselves, um, make sure their their fundamentals and their basics are right, Joe, because um, the, the breakdown, the, the scrum, the line-out, three areas that um, they lost control of in Eden Park. So it's a, it's a, it's a really, really intriguing challenge Um Probably if you asked most pundits and most people, they'd say, look, we fancy New Zealand to win this game. Um, but for me, the real intrigue, and I love the fact that Farrell said, this is where we want to be. This is the test we want. This is the challenge we want. We want them coming out firing um, and we want to see where we're at and can we handle that? And, you know, that's that's the intrigue of this. Um, the refereeing has obviously been under the microscope since basically the first five minutes of the first test and there's been wild inconsistencies there's been a misunderstanding of the laws the game itself is actually chaos when you think of how many different uh, people and and potential uh, law infringements there are in every single play Uh, this weekend it's Wayne Barnes is that right? Yeah it is yeah so as somebody I think was Roy O'Connor pointed out uh, during the week there was a urinal with a picture of Wayne Barnes head on it somewhere in New Zealand uh, over the last couple of years so nobody really looking forward to having Wayne Barnes referee this weekend but what should we expect from him what are the things that we we know that he likes to uh, look out for and are we going to benefit or are we going to be hindered by his performance this weekend do you think I, I don't Oh, no, I think um, he, he is very particular and very good at the breakdown. I think um, I think uh, Leinster's recent kind of experience with Wayne Barnes probably isn't a positive one in, in uh, the, the Champions Cup final. Um, but I think he's an excellent referee. I think he's a really good communicator. Um, and I just think that he there's big pressure on him this week because I'm sure... Ian Foster and his coaching staff would have sent in video clips of Ireland questioning certain things um, looking for the infringements that they possibly made um, and trying to put a bit of pressure on there's a lot of talk here about you know New Zealand not not getting decisions last week I said this to you I think I think it was Monday I can't remember Ger, but I think New Zealand had no one but themselves to blame for Around about the breakdown infringements, the things they were put, pulled for at, at the breakdown by Jakob Piper, because that would have been highlighted by Ireland um, the week before, and there was clear examples of New Zealand players coming into breakdowns, tackling Irish players onto the ground by the legs, going right past the breakdown. You cannot clear past the breakdown and through to the other side and tackle a player who's standing on his feet and is not kind of part of that. Uh, trying to challenge for the ball if you know what I mean and there was three last week um, so they've got to figure that out themselves if they do the same this week and Wayne Barnes penalises them well 
Um, it shows that they, they haven't learned from that. But I think Wayne Brown's uh, he's an excellent referee, and um, I just think it's it's he has to be clear, calm, and not be swayed by the crowd or the intensity of the game or the ferocity of it. He needs help from his, his assistants and the TMO as well. And look, you know, Ireland are a pretty disciplined team. I think um, I think New Zealand had issues in that second game. Obviously, certain major issues, big talking points last week. And they've got to be just more disciplined because if you bring that ferocity and fire, you've got to bring a control kind of fury as well and uh, and make sure you're within the boundaries and the laws. But uh, I don't think Wayne Barnes to be swayed by it. It's a big pressurised game. Um, it's going to be a packed house in in in, uh, in Wellington, and I just hope that he's calm and that you know the Irish players are controlled as well because um, I think it could be pretty ferocious the the, the intensity, some of the hits, and um, discipline could be a big thing because um, well it always is, isn't it? But I mean, you know, penalties, kickable penalties, stuff like that. Um, he's uh, he's a, he's a big job on his hand on yeah. Saturday night, but I think he's very capable of. Of, of doing a good job who's going to win Alan I just said it Jerry. I think um, you know it's hard to kind of it's hard to um, look past New Zealand given Whitelock is back um, I think Lolala Tighthead and uh, the two in the back line Will Jordan and Havili but this team um, I just think what they did last week was was an incredibly impressive thing it wasn't a fluke I think um, of course, they they had opportunities when when New Zealand were reduced to thirteen to really kind of hammer it home and go seventeen up, and maybe they missed some chances. I think they're going to have to take their chances again this week, and if they if they bring that continuity and and pace and tempo to their game, they have a great chance. But ultimately, I think New Zealand probably will be a little bit strong from enjoy it, Alan. Maybe, maybe win it in the end. Yeah, cheers, sir. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.